0: Pretty Mental is about accepting our full selves and inspiring others to do the same by being daringly unfiltered. This means completely normalizing all things mental health and the wild journey that has brought us here. We are challenging the stigmatization of normal human suffering, and we are done pretending and subscribing to the notion that it is taboo to have challenging mental health experiences. Welcome to the Pretty Mental Health
1: Club, and enjoy the show.
0: Hey, Valentina. Hey, Paula. And hello, everybody.
1: And welcome to another episode of Pretty Mental.
0: So for this week's episode, we sat down with each other and talked about a recent experience in a cacao ceremony where we married ourselves by balancing our feminine and masculine energies. We also talked about the ways in which resistance depletes our energy, and we unpack the practical ways in which we can actually practice self-love in our daily lives.
1: So, grab a bag and get ready to declutter your closet from all those old clothes you've been hoarding and press play.
0: So, we did a cacao ceremony this past Friday. We sipped some hot chocolate in the middle of the urban jungle in a yoga studio. What is a cacao ceremony, Paula? So we didn't know exactly what it was when we decided to sign up for it. We signed up for it because of our interest in learning about all the different alternative ways in which people are accessing their wellness, um, both mainstream and alternative medicine ways. So we came across the opportunity to do a cacao ceremony, and we jumped on it. And what we came to find out is that cacao is basically it's what chocolate is made out of but when you eat it in its raw form or drink it or drink it yeah we drink it it and chocolate does this too chocolate kind of energizes you but cacao has a chemical in it that acts as a vasodilator so it increases blood flow in your body allowing you allowing you to be alert and relaxed at the same time and what people are doing is taking this as a group in a space in a ceremonial space so that just means that When we talk about ceremonial spaces, it's spaces that uh, people gather together with an intention for more healing and love. And a lot of times there's music, there's soothing lighting and an intention to tap back into yourself.
1: So to remain open and see what comes up for you to observe the feelings, the, the emotions that are trying to speak to
0: you. Right. Yeah. And that's really important to do because a lot of times in our daily life or usually in our daily life, we are just go, 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 go. So humans have been practicing ceremony since as long as recorded human history has been around. And that has been you see it every every with most religions. I mean, prayer
1: is a form of ceremony.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a contemplative practice essentially, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about contemplative practices in our podcasts with Adam Thunderberg. With Adam Thunderberg, Thunderberg, yeah. <laughs> Meditation is a contemplative practice. Prayer, ceremony, all these things. So we went to the cacao ceremony and just to check it out. And we got there, and um, the woman who was leading it told us that cacao has traditionally been used as a ceremony to marry yourself to marry the
1: masculine and the feminine parts of yourself right because we all have both and sometimes we tend to tap into one more than the other and a balance is necessary
0: yeah and so and when we talk about the feminine and masculine how do we break that down
1: the feminine is the more healing it's receptive receptive allowing embracing surrendering energy flowing open creative and the masculine is the more go 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 making things happen a bit more oriented action oriented
0: there's more control associated with it um and so they're both important for living on this earth right because from that feminine softer more receptive side is where the ideas come from that's where the inspiration comes from but we need that masculine side in order to make these ideas become concrete
1: because with the feminine energy is you tap more into what you're feeling you tap more into again the messages that your emotions are trying to send to you and right now on this planet that we're living in there is a heavy imbalance of masculine and feminine energy So it's important for all of us to start getting curious about which energy we operate the most from and get curious about the one that is not showing up as much and how we can incorporate that more into our daily lives.
0: Yeah, so finding a balance within ourselves. And that is so important to do before we try to reach outside of ourselves for relationships to bring us that balance which is kind of the old paradigm that we have been focusing and trying to operate from exactly generations and generations
1: exactly and it's important to you know when you operate if you were to operate mainly out of the masculine energy which is a lot of what we're seeing right now with the hustle culture you're going to get burnt down the grind culture Mm mm-hmm and if you start bringing in more practices from the feminine energy the meditation the allowing you know the allowing ideas to come to you rather
0: than forcing them and pushing 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 and and the resting and the slowing down that calms your nervous system enough right so that the part of you the part of your brain that is involved in actually higher order thinking, creating plans, creating, you know, resolutions and discerning between ideas, that part of your brain which is the newest part to have evolved, the prefrontal cortex, it is most easily engaged when we are in a relaxed state, right? So kind of bringing it back to the cacao ceremony, creating these spaces and drinking this cacao, the, the goal is that it, what it's supposed to create is a state of relaxed focus inside of yourself. So that that pretty much is the balance between masculine and feminine. Oh, that
1: is. That just came full circle. That yeah. was like a little
0: light bulb, light bulb moment, moment for, for us. us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is why we married ourselves. Hold on. Yeah, it was... And essentially when you're in a relaxed focused state of being that's what happens when you are being hypnotized that's what Oh, happens right. that is
0: basically what so i'm a hypnotherapist right and that is what hypnotherapy works through really it's we first work with the client to get them into a relaxed state but they're still fully conscious and so you're in a relaxed yet conscious s- in alert state and that just That relaxedness opens you up and it makes you more receptive for new messages to come through while that alertness allows you to, to fully be there and be present enough to integrate it. And that is what trance used intentionally. Uh, That's where the power comes from. So, because a lot of the knowledge that we need
1: for, to be our best selves, we already know. We never, we very rarely sit there and ask ourselves, what do I need right now? What would make me happy? What would, I've actually been doing that for myself, you know, lately I have been feeling a little bit more tired, a little bit run down. And a perfect example is the other day I was very, very tired after work and My go-to would be some form of self-soothing in the past. And for me, it's plantain chips from Trader Joe's. (laughs) (laughs) That's a family thing. It's a family thing. Just chilling out and doing something that feels good. And, you know, sometimes that's okay. But something told me that day, that specific day, instead of going to Trader Joe's and getting some plantain chips, why don't you just sit in the discomfort of being run down and see what comes up for you? So I went home, I sat there, I put some relaxing music on, I started doing some yoga poses,
0: some stretching. And that exhaustion literally started to melt away. So instead of trying to act your way out of the emotion, you allowed it.
1: Yeah. And I have been pondering a question, a personal question the past few days as well. And that question got answered when I sat in that silence. So sometimes what I, no, what I'm actually noticing now is to, when all these discomfort, all these uncomfortable feelings that we get, it really is, and we've talked about it, but it's just, I keep realizing it more and more. They're messages from my body that's like, hey, we're ready to tell you something. Are you going to allow us to tell you what this message is? Or do you want to go self-soothe with, and numb, and numb? Basically, kind of blocks. And blocking the higher messages that need to come to you.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that whenever I turn to food, it's because I, I'm i not allowing where I am, right? So if I'm uncomfortable, if I don't w- like the way life is going, it's almost like I want to escape. And I think subconsciously, this is just my own personal experience and, and just my opinion through experience of what I think It's taking place when we binge on food is that we are wanting to leave the situation, whether that be the emotions in our body or the actual place that we are at so bad that there's a subconscious part of us that starts to ground us back down by eating. I think that it's more than just
1: food, though. I I would I would say alcohol. I would say drugs. I would say sex. I would say anything that we you know, if you're uncomfortable and you run to something name that thing.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can replace it with anything, anything. really. TV. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually the more masculine approach, which right. is fine. We're not demonizing the masculine approach. Again, we are... We need both. Yes. We are harping for our balance and that's what we've been working through within ourselves. And, However,
1: and, yeah, we bring this up because Paula and I have had stronger masculine energy and now are learning to...
0: We are very masculine. No,
1: mas- this is also a good, I'm happy you did that because masculine does even not if mean I, even male. If, even if as I was doing it, I knew that I was masculine. Yeah. Masculine energy does not mean male. Feminine energy is not
0: female. We have both. Yeah, it's the balance. It's the yin and the yang. But for so long, and if you guys listened to our last podcast, which we hope you did, we ta- I talked about how I got through my huge episode of anxiety that I got hit with last year by allowing whatever was coming up I knew that if I was gonna fight it or if I was gonna try to reason my way out of it or if I was gonna like feel an immense pressure and impatience to solve it and get rid of it right away it was just gonna make it grow and grow and grow right so when we talk about moving through difficult mental health situations in a way that balances both the masculine and the feminine
1: um we're talking about bringing in compassion self-reflection and stillness
0: and allowing the emotions to be there historically we have for so long now i mean if we talk back to that imbalance that's happened in our in our world of masculine energy kind of um suppressing the feminine we've done that within ourselves right so We used to read a lot of self-improvement books um, and we're not against that. We still definitely take that knowledge in, but it was this constant mindset of I need to improve. I need to change. I need to do something about this. mm -hmm, And we would study the practices that these millionaires do every day, their
1: morning routines. What do I have to do? What do I need to make myself do to get there? And we have been on a journey of completely shifting that to self-compassion, and self-acceptance over self-improvement
0: yeah i have figured out for myself and i see this with my clients i see it play out right in front of me that self-love starts to take place when we allow the parts of ourselves that we think are completely intolerable when we allow them a, a space to breathe and we tell them that it's okay that they are there and that we are big enough to hold them. They actually move through us much, much faster.
1: And just to come full circle to what Paula was talking about earlier, when we are in that relaxed, allowing state, that is when we can tap into our prefrontal cortex, into higher levels of thinking. So it benefits you. You'll get to where you want to go by allowing, by allowing and by surrendering. Yeah, and by being healthy. So our cacao ceremony, what came up for you?
0: So I said that I wanted to clear out anything that was blocking me from accessing my higher guidance, my intuition. If you can, whatever you prefer, you can call that guides. You can call that um, God, you know, spirit guides, source, God, the universe, whatever. Your intuition, energy, your, your wise self, whatever works for you, right? I was saying I wanted to clear out whatever might be blocking me from that, and to marry myself and which I didn't know that was my intention until I got there and she told us that and what came up for me was a heavy dose of ego (laughs) 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 so I lay there and I was relaxed but my mind was going and I was judging everything about the ceremony like I was judging the way that the music was going just everything the songs that were being chosen <laughs> <laughs> the way it,
1: the lady breathed when I'm she told
0: kidding. us no when she told us to visualize a flame in our heart um that's like your inner fire what's start with the flame that in allowing it to be whatever color it wanted to be the flame that started popping up for me was green and i just i like purple better <laughs> so i I just I started like trying to add little purple specks to it <laughs> <laughs> forcing In it to my imagination <laughs> and the flame was stubbornly green and it pushed my purple out and I was like oh okay like that's just me trying to force this to be however it needs to be uh, however I want it to be and I just need to allow whatever is coming up to come up and so even when my judgmental thoughts were coming up historically i would have maybe gone into a fight with them maybe even felt shame you know like i'm a good person why am i judging this
1: yeah and like that's a nice lady why am i judging
0: her yeah why is the judgment coming like right and kind of identifying with it as if it's me and because of the space that I've been cultivating and when you do
1: that you would get stuck not you but anyone who does that you get stuck
0: in it you get stuck in a loop yeah
1: you don't ever leave the ego ego you you the judgment comes up you judge the judgment you judge the judgment you it's just a loop
0: yeah it goes deeper in Kyle Cease was saying in his interview with Lewis House that it's basically when something comes up it's it's trying to leave so if we allow it and we tell it like you know what it's okay that you're here it just goes through us it's kind of like going to the dentist because it's asking to come out it's asking to leave Um, and the metaphor that he used that I thought was a great metaphor was that it's kind of like going to the dentist to get a rotten tooth pulled out and because it hurts right it hurts just like those painful thoughts and it's as soon as he points it out and starts pulling it out we we hold on to the tooth we're like no 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 no. like let me keep it here let me keep it it's here. like seeing the rotten tooth and being like what is that put it back put it back
1: i don't want it like i don't want it. put it back and so, then it gets yeah.
0: stuck so that is what the resistance to any thought that comes up is and yesterday we did um a talk a community talk on mental health uh, we partnered up with Lifted in order to do this, which is an organization here in Atlanta. Shout out to Evan and Malcolm. Yeah, shout out, guys. And before the event got fully going, Malcolm passed out a paper for everybody to fill out that asked what their goal for the new year was. And immediately I felt something in me resist that because I'm every time that I think of setting a concrete goal, I feel like I'm putting a a lid on the possibility and I've always had this feeling and this instinct that I have to prioritize internal alignment before taking external action so what I put down for my goal was to further my ability for radical acceptance of myself and of life and And that is rooted in this understanding that whatever I resist in myself, not only an understanding, but also I have witnessed this, that whatever I resist in myself, it controls me and it grows stronger. And when I resist my life situation, then all my life energy kind of starts leaving. And I actually experienced that this week because for most of November and in December I feel like I was going on vacations <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> I was <laughs> uh, I went to Jamaica and then I went to Costa Rica and so I was just by the ocean and you know you start when obviously when you're on vacation and you're by the ocean and you're just enjoying and you're just playing it time moves slow time moves slow it's like oh this is how life should be you know this is this just feels right like this is what I was born to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back and I love the work that I do. That just, I mean, that can go unsaid even, but I, I love the work that I do. But coming back to Atlanta, it's a colder climate. Um, I'm oh, a lot more buildings. There's a lot more buildings, right? Uh, there, there's a lot of trees here, but obviously it's not the amount of nature that I'm going to get on an island or in Costa Rica. And I'm in an office and I I work with human beings so that helps but I'm still in an office I'm indoors and so I found myself resisting my current life situation like (laughs) I don't I shouldn't be here like I just I I want to play all day long like why isn't all of life just play right I should be playing and vacationing at all times (laughs) and I felt myself going into those very like low vibe kind of depressed feelings right you could feel
1: an actual shift in your energy it was lower
0: yeah i felt lower i just wanted to like i went to yoga on thursday and i've never spent so much time in child's pose (laughs) which for those of you who don't know it's just like you just basically like a form of fetal position it's a form of <laughs> fetal position during yoga i was like i just need to get to yoga and then i got there and i'm like i'm gonna just barely move during this yoga class like i was even now I was starting to even resist the yoga class and just so all my energy then was being sucked into this black hole of resistance and that is basically what you know, that contrasted with the understanding that I'm having that in, if I'm going to really love myself and to feel energy and empowered, I have to allow all parts of myself. Well, that has to also extend to life. Mm-hmm. Because when we don't do that, our life energy, instead of being used to build, which is something that can happen when you're in a state of allowing you have more energy, you have more free-flowing energy in order to like really accomplish your goals ultimately. Mm-hmm. Then your your energy is used being used to like white knuckle getting through a day that you don't even want to be in. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so I wrote that yesterday and during the cacao ceremony, that is really what was shown to me was like the resistance to the situation. And so instead of getting sucked into it and resisting the resistance, every single judgmental thought that was coming up, I was observing it and I was saying, oh, there you are. You know, I love you too. Okay. And I love you too. And it was almost like, like a, a, game of whack-a-mole, but not really that's just for a lack of better terms because i wasn't trying to whack them down that's the opposite of all this but so it's not like a game it's not as the opposite yeah but it's like they were all these like allowing them to be up there yeah they were all just coming at me all these judgments and i was just like oh there you are like i allow you you know like you're welcome here i'm big enough to hold you i'm just a space in which you're happening and so then they would just flow through and then another one would come and it would flow through you know and it Although these kinds of emotions were coming up, I didn't leave the ceremony feeling lighter, right? I mean, heavier. I felt, uh, I left feeling lighter. And suddenly, like, I'm, I'm shifting back into like, okay, I'm here. This is where I am right now, right? Like, I'm not on a beach in Jamaica drinking mojitos. <laughs> but that's okay, right? I'm here and I feel my energy free-flowing again just by shifting to this unconditional Acceptance of every emotion that comes up, and of the situation that I am in.
1: And even if it's hard for you, because I'm sure there's people listening to this thinking, okay, so like a a negative emotion about something comes up, I'm, I should really just sit there and be like, okay, I love you, I see that you're there. It's like no, like that. and, And instead of that, in in Paula, you actually helped me reframe my way of thinking was not say, I love the I'm breaking out right now okay so this is a good example it's like I love that I'm breaking out and then I was like what the hell I don't want to say that (laughs) what have I attracted (laughs) well like I'm attracting more fucking no um but instead being like I'm loving the resistance to me breaking out I'm loving yeah
0: I'm loving the part of me that's that's scared of breaking out like I love you you know yeah yeah so it's something that I'm embracing the part of you
1: that's that's being defensive
0: yeah that's being scared of this because if we unpack it so something that really helps to shift into this consciousness and way of relating to your internal experience and to your external experience too is that seeing it as a wounded inner child, right? Because that's really where like these emotions, whatever emotion that you struggle with on a regular basis that feels like a heavier, more challenging emotion, I can almost assure you that it didn't just show up today. Mm -hmm. It's been a part of your emotional landscape for a long time. And And we said that in our last podcast, traumas reveal themselves over time. They don't necessarily just show up and leave. Yeah. And I would venture to say that that emotion joined you when you were a child, right? And you didn't know how to navigate it. Then you maybe were even made to feel like you shouldn't feel that way or express those emotions by the adults around you just because they were scared of their own emotions. Right. And so we learned to, to like kind of suppress this when in reality, when a child comes up to you crying, you don't immediately try to reason with it and tell it, no, you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't think that, or, you know, let's try to solve it. No, you really, if you want to be effective with that child, because emotions don't listen to facts is you pick it up and you hold it and you tell it that that it's okay that it's allowed to feel that way you know that that you're here for it um and that that's okay and what happens when we do that with ourselves so if we see each challenging emotion and each challenging thought that comes up as like a little like our our wounded inner child and we start holding space for it and loving it every single one of them it just it's like oh okay well i can let go now you know and it starts to move through much much faster and we actually one of the quotes that inspired us to get this conversation going um I was listening to Luke's stories podcast last night and he said one of his mottos in life is don't fight the darkness make the light brighter and I'm like oh my god that is so relevant because that is literally what we are describing to you guys in terms of navigating your inner thoughts don't fight the dark thoughts you are going to get stuck there you're just doing the same thing that those darker thoughts are doing and it's the same thing as when you
1: involve yourself with or when someone that you're interacting with pisses you off this is the same thing is even just with your thoughts like your the interactions with people around you when someone is acting in a way that you don't like instead of reacting and, and hitting them or cursing them or whatever being like like stay stay in the light Like, don't go
0: off to their to their side, because then it takes all of your power. Yeah. And the moment you start judging them, you're doing the same thing that they are doing. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is that we that was the intention in doing this podcast. And we're actually recording this podcast on Martin Luther King Day, Mm -hmm. which is wild because that was one of his. One of the biggest quotes that's kind of resonated and and stayed around for so long, which is... Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot
1: drive out hate. Only love can do that.
0: Yeah. And we hear that all the time.
1: I think we're just used to hearing it and then moving on with life, but we really need to sit there and really think about it. When someone cuts you off in traffic instead of being like, what's wrong with them? Like, idiot. Yeah. Sitting there and just... Or if someone is being... Well, let me finish Let you finish. I was gonna say, um, not reacting. Okay, so someone cut you off. In like traffic. they are in a
0: place of suffering, but you, I'm not joining them there.
1: No, stay, stay where you're at. Stay where you're at. L- allow them to. Ooh, okay, wow, that was abrupt. But you know, they um, have a lot of they have a lot of
0: anger to. Release, or maybe they don't. Whatever. Whatever. They Whatever. just did
1: what they did. It isn't. Yeah. I, I don't. You know, we'll never know. But I'm gonna stay over here, and. Oop! someone cut me off okay just let it flow
0: through (laughs) you and if there's a part of you that gets angry at it then love that part you know literally be like okay there's anger rising and like it's allowed to be here you know and now you've brought consciousness to it that Mm -hmm. is mindfulness Mm -hmm. and now that you have seen it you get to choose what you do with it and instead of fighting it you allow it it'll chill out it'll chill out just like you don't like when somebody tells you to calm down when you're pissed Your inner emotional system doesn't like it for you to do that either. A lot of why
1: we feel so suppressed and so bogged down is because we're moving through life in a very passive way
0: and we're not consciously thinking. Yeah, we're just reacting, right? And part of the reason that we are in reaction mode is because we are not stopping long enough or we are too scared to look at the parts of us that are triggered. So we have to go out of our way to do
1: practices to notice, like meditation, whatever it is to, to bring consciousness into your everyday life, because it really is true. We don't live in a society that promotes that. So promote that within yourself. That is
0: where it all starts. I have so many clients that have told me that in doing the work that we do and, and I see their self-compassion grow. I, I mean, it's just amazing from week to week or I mean really you see the changes I would say within a year is when you really kind of sit back and be like wow like let's look at the difference in how you relate to yourself versus when you first came in and a natural byproduct of them being able to do this more compassionate inner navigation of their challenging thoughts and emotions a natural byproduct of that is that they start having more patience with other people Mm mm-hmm It's almost impossible. I mean, it would be weird if that didn't happen. When you have more compassion for your own inner experience, you just understand and you have more space within yourself to be like, oh, that person is just suffering, you know? They don't, they're like in an internal war. And when you're not in that internal war as well, it's easier for you to like not get drawn into it, right? Mm -hmm. You can see it with an outside perspective.
1: And you gain more personal power when you start looking for ways to have more control but within yourself not in an external way not looking for power over people not looking for
0: power through medicine or through whatever and we do that when there's maybe a uh, an unworthy emotion inside of us that we are afraid to even sit with or look at and what, it's like, like getting ooh, more power over people yeah it's yeah. like ooh, i'm gonna I don't like this emotion. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out of my way to solve this and I to solve it. Right. Which is the old, very like masculine approach to dealing with emotions, which is not like a good idea. It's like getting to the finish line. Yeah. It's not a good idea because it, we could say that the masculine could be more like facts and the feminine is more emotions and emotions don't care about facts. Right. So. You can't really approach emotions in that very like, we got to solve this right now. But anyways, when there is that sense of unworthiness that you have been afraid to look at, then you try to achieve, you can try to achieve your way out of it by getting a certain position in a job or by getting power over people or getting people to react to you in a certain way. Yeah, or right? manipulating people around you, which is what you just said. Yeah, exactly. And so if we take it back to that Martin Luther King quote, It's going instead of looking at that unworthy emotion inside of you with love, you try to fix it outside of you by controlling or judging other people. You're basically trying to solve darkness with darkness and you're getting trapped deeper and deeper into that cycle of unworthiness because you'll realize that if you never sit with these emotions that are so soft and so in need of your love. It'll, and you keep looking outside of yourself to suit them, you're never going to achieve that. So you're going to be in a constant state of emotional scarcity, basically.
1: And this is a r- extremely relevant message because we are living at a time with a, a lot of narcissism. And that's essentially what narcissism is. Yeah,
0: that's what we, you, you know, that's what our experience is. Like we can get into a clinical definition of narcissism and, and research behind it. But if you really kind of like sit with it and take a look at it, at the root of narcissistic behavior, which is using other people as a means to an end, is an inability to accept our own shadows. It's an inability inability to love our own wounds. So we start to use other people as a means to an end to feel better because I no longer have the ability to Self soothe to soothe myself to feel better, right? So then, if I do have that ability, then people are just my companions in life. Like I don't need them. I love having them there, but I don't need to use them. They're just my companions, right? And you know, a lot of speakers that we listen to, like Kyle C's or Shaman Durek, who we love, love. I just Um, discovered Shaman Durek the other day, and when I tell you,
1: he is incredible incredible the siblings the sinister siblings are currently we are in a group chat that has on a shaman (laughs) durek
0: group chat right now we've replaced plantain chips with shaman durek yeah (laughs) but they (laughs) talk. don't worry shaman durek we're not using you we're not we're not we're not but um they talk about us being in the age of narcissism and uh, you know i think what that really comes down to is that we have tried so hard to make ourselves externally comfortable that that people have are further away from their own emotional like internal world than they have ever been they're always looking outside of themselves for comfort and I mean that's easy to know all you have to do is look around and see how we have tried to manipulate even the planet for our own comfort right and at first it seems nice but if you keep going and you keep going and you keep going destruction takes place and that is what we have been seeing with all the um, natural disasters that are taking place right? So it's basically what we're getting at like this is something that they brought into the podcast the other day
1: speaking on natural disasters is I act, I I have been posting a lot of things about what's happening with this climate emergency and it is something that bogs me down. But they said in this podcast the other day, you know, so many people are over here. Oh, Shannondurick and, Durek Sean, and um, Luke Nick, Story. Luke Story, yeah. There, all these people are out here protesting and doing this and that and the third to make to fight against this climate sh- emergency. But they still have issues with their Aunt Susie back at home, and it's like the issue here. Yes, there is a greater issue of our 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 Earth is being polluted and it's breaking down. But how did that happen? Because we st- we ran from ourselves. It is the individuals who are manipulating people around them to get external power. It's the individuals who are running from themselves, and individuals who are running from from problems that they need to fix back at home. So yes, continue to have, continue to to fight for the cause, but and to fir- act in the world, and right? to act in the world. But first and foremost, listen to your own emotions, listen to your own triggers back at home. You have, thi- we have things to fix
0: back at home within mm. ourselves. Yeah. We just, or, or to integrate, you know, because even the word fix kind of feels heavy to me. Yeah. I, yeah. that just personally, because I, yeah. every time that it's like fix, like I got to change, it's like, yeah, it's more efforting. We have it's more things that we and, need to listen to and that we have been ignoring. And, yeah, And to sit with, within ourselves, right? Like, so what what we want to do with this platform is invite you guys to join us, right? To join us on this in internal transformation. I I, I in Valentina, like we both feel this way that aligning, right, and coming from a place of alignment will facilitate action that will really take us to where our highest self wants to go rather than just frantically trying to act in the world and to solve and to get rid of this emotion and that emotion, you know, you just create greater chaos, ultimately, if if that's if it's like a frantic surge to, to solve something, right. And just even getting back to that Martin Luther King quote, again, I think it's so relevant, especially with the political climate and all the different, you know, groups and, The heightened sensitivity that is going on uh, at the very least in the United States that, for example, if you see somebody that's racist and you hate them for being racist, you are doing the same thing that that racist person is doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if, if you were a traditionally very liberal person and you hate the people that voted for Trump, you are invoking the same kind of energy and hate that that you are basically criticizing so you're stepping into the same energy that you are saying that you don't want right like mother teresa always used to say i will never i'm never gonna fight for peace right i'm not gonna fight for anything i will i will stand with peace i'll be there with it but anytime that we find ourselves fighting for something or or judging somebody else what we need to realize now is that we are basically invoking the same energy that we are saying we don't want. We're creating a further divide
1: of us versus them. You and know? we need to start becoming more of, and this,
0: Shaman Derek says this, we. It's yeah. not me, it's we. Whatever you resist, persist. You know, whatever you resist, grow stronger. So whether that be your own. Internal emotional system, your dark thoughts, all that, if you resist that, they're just going to grow stronger. You know, they feed off of that. If you resist racism, right, rather than focus on spreading more love, you're also creating a form of, of bigotry, right, against people that are racist. If you resist the environment that you are in, you are creating more discord within that environment. As I was talking back to, finding that resistance inside of me to being back at work this week. If I hadn't, if if I have, if I allow that to continue, if I had allowed that to continue, what's going to happen? My performance is going to go down. The level of healing and energy that I give to my clients is going to go down. And what's going to happen really is that my reality will actually start to get worse and worse and worse. Versus if I say no, like, This is where I am. But let me love the resistance, right? Because it's there. I'm not going to pretend that it wasn't there. That wouldn't help anything. So let me like love that part of me that just wants to play all the time and give us some compassion because playing is fun. That's my own inner child. Then I can keep showing up the way I need to and keep offering higher and higher energy. and, And then my environment will actually start to get better. We need to act the energy
1: that we want to be in
0: yeah and the only way to do that because i think we've both like that's a message that you hear again and again again especially in um all the wellness communities now is like focus on what you want to attract and and just think the thoughts that you that are what you want and stuff but the thing is that if you're trying to do that by forcefully placing them or piling them on top of the resistant thoughts that are there without acknowledging and and loving the resistant thoughts then you're actually going to get drained yeah doesn't work Mm -mm. this is the only metaphor i can think of kind of sucks, but it's kind of like putting perfume on a piece of shit (laughs) 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 literally like you first you need to flush it you need to know that it's there and then the room will just start smelling
1: better Oh, my God. I don't even understand that metaphor with that. You don't? <laughs> no. If you, you need to flush it. <laughs> <laughs> How is that accepting?
0: <laughs> well, because you allow it to, like, move through. Basically, just. Oh, you, like you don't kill it. You allow it to have its life. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't perfume your shit by trying to, like, force yourself into positive thinking. Basically. That's <laughs> where I stand with it. Love. Love it. Love your darkness in in a way of holding space for it, like or is it it, that's not the same as indulging? Mm -hmm. When you indulge in it, then it's okay. Well, you're making a conscious decision to do that, Mm -mm. and that's okay too. That might just be where your journey's at right now. You might not be willing to let go of it yet, and that's actually something that came up in the talk yesterday as well. Was victim consciousness? Why does victim consciousness continue to pervade? You know why? Why do some of us continue to hold on to that even though? maybe rationally we understand that it's causing us harm. And Why don't you define
1: victim consciousness?
0: So victim consciousness, it's just basically when you see yourself as a victim. And although seeing yourself as a victim might feel painful and outwardly you say, I don't wanna be a victim anymore, but somehow that mentality and that identity continues to pervade your experience, then you need to sit down and, and ask, or even let's let's look at it, like why would it continue to pervade, right? and it's been my experience this is where I come from with it is that in many ways identifying yourself as a victim even though I mean I and I'm not saying this to invalidate anybody that has gone through horrible experiences or, or that is suppressed by the systems of oppression that are currently active at all but if we take on that identity then in some in many ways it liberates us from having to take action it liberates us from moving towards a life that that feels better for us it liberates us from having to take responsibility for our own emotions and yes again you might have gone through really hard things but by embracing victim consciousness although it might feel more comfortable and if you want to continue to do that you will continue to do it until you're ready to let to let it go you're basically giving over your power so if you are suffering because your power has been taken from you and you take on that victim consciousness you're just giving over more of your power you're doing that same thing that you are mad at other people for having done to you um so how do you step out of victim consciousness begin to first acknowledge how is this serving me until you look at how an emotion or an, an identity is serving you you're not going to let it go even though you think you want to because it's like well I want to get out of it I want to get out of it then why haven't you I don't know and sometimes when there's something an emotion or or an identity that we reject inside of ourselves we're not stopping we don't stop to look at it just like everything else that we've said in this podcast and if we don't stop to look at it then it's going to continue to be the unconscious script that runs our life so once you see it and once you're like oh okay I'm doing this to kind of give over my power Then you have a choice if you want to continue to engage with that. You have to be able to see the root of it first rather than focusing on the symptoms.
1: So shed some light on yourself, my friends.
0: Shed some light on yourself. Realize that emotions are only scary for as long as we continue to avoid them and resist them. Life gets better as we align with it.
1: And start getting more curious about the feminine energy inside of you. Start getting more curious about sitting, reflecting, accepting,
0: surrendering, allowing. The allowing, the slowing down, the resting. Once again, we'll give a shout out over to our friends at the Nat Ministry. They're doing a great job with disseminating this message of resting as an act of revolution. And the next time you see yourself trying to get pulled into a lower
1: energy emotion, whether it is whatever is happening externally or internally sit with it allow it love the part of
0: you that has resist- resistance to it and yeah. let it melt away yeah tell it like you're allowed to be here and it's time and it can even help to visualize a ch- your that a child sometimes it helps to literally visualize it as a child and talk to it those visuals can be really powerful so we are at time so perfect ending yeah thanks for tuning in thanks for joining us in this dialogue dm us send us messages your experience with balancing the masculine and feminine energies in yourself your experiences with allowing emotions and you know maybe resistance to life any of that we'd love to hear it we would and remember to
1: be kind to yourselves Until next time, my friends, catch us every other Monday at 8 a.m. EST. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, we are at Pretty Mental Official. We will talk to you soon. Yeah. Peace and love. Bye. Bye.